0: very long time ago, a troll came to England from Norway. Perhaps Vikings brought him as a secret weapon to use against the locals, who knows? But he made his home in London, where a wooden bridge across the Thames was made. The bridge kept falling down, having to be replaced. But eventually, with the troll's help, a stone bridge was built. It became lined with houses, shops and even a church. It had gate towers at either end and as a reward for his help the troll was promised the job of guarding the southern gate tower. Nobody seemed to notice that he didn't grow old as the rest of us do. Or if they did, they didn't mention it. One of his responsibilities was to be the keeper of the heads. You see, in those days there were various offences for which the punishment was to have your head cut off. When it had been removed, it was sent to the troll. His task was to push it onto a long wooden spike placed on the roof above the gate tower. The head served as a terrifying warning to those entering the city that they'd better behave. The troll was so happy in this work that he learned to play a lute and kept a pet owl He spent many a contented evening sticking new heads onto spikes and pushing old ones that had fallen off back on. He called them his pineapples. Some people claim that he ate them, but I don't believe that. But he certainly didn't feel any pity for the people to whom they'd once belonged, or for the people who loved them and who occasionally came up to look rather mournfully at their heads. You see, one of the things that make trolls the way they are is that they have absolutely no heart. Well, heads came and heads rolled. The years passed and times changed, even if the troll did not. It was decided that the now decrepit bridge with its rotting heads and their peculiar keeper were an embarrassment to a modern city. But strangely, all attempts to get rid of the troll ended in failure. Indeed, the head of an assassin who had been sent to sort out the problem ended up as a pineapple itself. A crisis meeting of the city elders was called. In attendance was a certain Mr Rose. He lived in Clerkenwell in a very beautiful house. He was much older than he looked, and he knew an awful lot about the city and its history. He understood that the fate of the bridge and the fate of the troll were linked because the bridge had been built with the troll's help. Attempting to simply destroy one would have some very unfortunate consequences with regard to the other. The troll needs to leave the bridge of his own free will, he exclaimed. Leave it to me. I'll see what I can do. One hot, still midsummer's night a while later, the troll was sitting on the roof with his pineapples and his owl. It was a few hours before dawn. Suddenly, he heard a ringing sound which made his hair stand on end. He looked down. Below, on the Southwark road, a faint blue glow had appeared. Out of the darkness came a wonderful scent. And then suddenly, a beautiful, strange girl. Surrounded with blue light, walked slowly towards the bridge. The troll had never seen anyone like her. She walked up to the gate, looked straight up at him and smiled. The troll was struck by blue lightning. He felt himself falling and as he tumbled he saw a different world, a lovely blue transformed world. He saw himself as a child with his mother, as a boy with his father. He saw a hundred versions of himself, past, present and future. And all of them were happy. He felt things he'd never felt. He felt sadness at his lonely life, great joy at the beauty of things, pity for the pineapples on the spikes. He fell for miles, swooped for years, spun around, and then suddenly found himself back on the tower, staring down at the girl. She was still gazing up at him and still smiling. The moon rose and the moon set. Suddenly, the girl raised her hand, blew him a kiss, turned, and walked away. The troll was poleaxed. He sat there for weeks without moving. The bridge was unguarded. The last of the pineapples fell from their spikes. Strangers entered the city unchallenged. The unthinkable had happened. The keeper of the heads had lost his own. One morning sometime later. A man stepped out onto the roof of the gate tower and coughed politely. The troll bared his teeth. I know where she lives, said the man. The troll looked up. Mr Rose smiled and put a little hand-drawn map down on the roof. That night, the troll left London Bridge. He took nothing with him, not even his owl. He walked into the darkness through Blackfriars, past the mouth of the Fleet River to Westminster and beyond. Drawn by the memory of the magical blue creature, he eventually came to a place where there was a horse ferry across the river. He sat down where he could see Lambeth Palace on the opposite bank, and there he stayed. With him gone, The old London Bridge that had survived for so long was torn down and replaced. Afterwards, upstream, at the Lambeth Horse Ferry, a nice new bridge was built. Perhaps by chance, tall pillars with pineapples were erected at both ends. The troll took up residence in a large hole by the bridge on the northern embankment where the sewage poured out he was happy. He lives there still. I see him sometimes sitting on the beach at low tide looking across the river. He's very old now and quite weak. You can go and try to talk to him if you like, but he probably won't answer. He still watches out for the blue girl, though he's never seen her since that night. People have often reported seeing a strange blue glow in the palace gardens, So I imagine she's still there, but the troll doesn't care either way. He has his memories. You see, although trolls are born with no heart, one wonderful London night long ago, this one found his.